Hi friends this is Vijay and welcome to our podcast on health and wellness and in the segment Dr Cross doctor of episode 2 strike sugar while growing up i liked sweets a lot which i still do and i was always fond elders in the family that eating sweets would land me up in a condition called sugar in the later part of my life i am sure majority of the listeners also have had similar stories in their childhood and this becomes too huge a concern for elders particularly if there is someone suffering from it already though i did not get it it started its journey with me from the physiology days of mbbs continuing till today and i know this is going to stay with me and each and every doctor's life as long as they are practicing it's so chronic that it does not leave any doctor for his entire lifetime name a branch in medicine you will find some pathology which means it affects almost every part of the body and as a surgeon our first question goes on to diabetes because it disturbs healing it delays stomach emptying it causes ulcers and what not it leads to a lot of problems and as an oncologist our main diagnostic staging pet ct scan is dependent on the cells which take up more glucose that is because of its high metabolism when compared to the surrounding cells and it indirectly means that cancer cells also survive in high glucose environments but the good news is that it can be kept at bay with simple lifestyle modifications in majority of people in earlier stages and with this introduction let us get into the topic for today strike sugar and we have with us young and ever smiling physician and diabetologist with 6 years of experience and has got amazing reviews from her patients she is a mother of 8 month old and a forefront corona warrior working for sir park hospital gurgaon national capital region and she is dr mayuri hi dr mayuri how are you and how's delhi hi sir i'm good juggling motherhood and work together delhi is good too but it's super hot right now because of peak summer and you know the covid situation is really bad here yeah yeah true true it is like in between both good and bad so i cannot say whether it is good or bad right now but we are very sure that and we are very proud of you that regarding your multitasking skills and also you being a forefront corona warrior at this point in time thank you so much sir extremely humbled mayuri we are talking about diabetes and in this episode we are trying to target some very basic questions to begin with and then we wish if you can give us a sneak peek into your diabetic treatments shall we go ahead mm-hmm. sure sir yeah the yes, first yes sir definitely the first question is about the myths we listen to many myths and what's the surprising myth which you have come across till now hmm the most surprising or probably a common myth which i have come across is eating sugars a lot of sugar in fact chocolates desserts ice creams and just sugars leads to diabetes and eating a lot of bitter stuff uh, such as karela or methi or fenugreek seeds will help in preventing diabetes which is absolutely false because until and unless we have a proper control on our foods and reduce eating high glycemic foods or have a control over on calories or uh, eat everything in moderation and follow proper lifestyle and exercise every day quit smoking 
reduce alcohol consumption there is no particular food which can which can actually prevent diabetes sir right so it's the glycemic index of the food which is important and not just the sugar content of it right mayuri absolutely sir high glycemic foods are to be taken in moderation or to be reduced okay so uh, i would like to just ask a question related to type 1 and type 2 diabetes what are they actually and is it true that type 2 is little less dangerous when compared to type 1 mm, this is a very important question sir and i would love to answer uh, we all know that there is an organ called as pancreas just below our liver and pancreas produces a hormone called as insulin now insulin is responsible for controlling the high blood glucose levels in our body after food uh type 1 diabetes is a condition in which there is absolute deficiency of insulin so insulin is actually produced by beta cells of pancreas and type 1 diabetes which is also called as autoimmune diabetes in which our own body tries to destroy the beta cells and hence because of this there is no insulin production at all and hence the patients have to be given insulin from outside This is usually seen in young children or less than 15 years of age group and because we are giving insulin from outside we have to be extremely careful because a little more and it can lead to low sugars and if there is no control over food it can lead to a dangerous condition called as DKA or diabetic ketoacidosis which presents with nausea vomiting shortness of breath and can lead to death also so type 1 diabetes is dangerous and type 2 diabetes which is more common is a lifestyle disease usually seen about 40 or 45 years of age group and is asymptomatic in about 70% of patients which means they don't have any usual symptoms until and unless they come for a checkup and because they don't have any symptoms they don't have any complications which show up too and so it's a little less dangerous when compared to type 1 okay right so whether it is type 1 or type 2 uh, by the answer which you have told me i understood that beat any type it's just the proper control of the glucose which is more important and if poorly controlled both can equally turn out to be dangerous right mayuri absolutely sir absolutely type 1 or type 2 proper glycemic control is must and essential okay okay so going ahead further uh, i want to know when do we term a person as a pre diabetic person or in a pre diabetic phase or when do we diagnose diabetes actually and if at all we are try- trying to name particular person in a pre diabetic phase what precautions he has to take uh, now this needs to be clarified in detail sir uh pre diabetes is something which is really important right now and the entire world is focused on pre diabetes because if we control blood sugars of a person in pre diabetes stage we can definitely prevent type 2 diabetes and this is something called as legacy effect so pre diabetes i would just give a small example here sir i would tell my patients imagine you are standing in front of a vast ocean on the beach and you are just on the edge now stepping back or stepping forward is completely in your hands so stepping back prevents you from pushing you into the high tide of the vast ocean and drowning whereas stepping forward takes you inside and then you'll be drowned in type 2 diabetes so the ocean is type 2 diabetes and the beach or the step is pre diabetes sir so pre diabetes is 
absolutely controllable and uh, with proper lifestyle modifications we can bring the blood sugars into normal and uh, we can prevent type 2 diabetes so how do we term somebody as pre diabetic or diabetic here we follow the american diabetic association guidelines sir we don't have individual guidelines of our own in india and hence we follow the ada guidelines so according to ada guidelines fasting blood glucose of less than 100 is absolutely normal uh, so in india each lab has its own value and we don't follow all that the entire world follows a strict rigid guideline by the ada and according to it less than 100 is absolutely normal 100 to 126 of fasting blood glucose is called as pre diabetes and anything more than 126 is called frank diabetes or absolute type 2 diabetes similarly postprandial blood sugars of less than 140 is absolutely normal 140 to 200 is called as pre diabetes and more than 200 is called as absolute diabetes and the third most important thing a 3 month blood glucose average or hba1c of less than 5.7 is absolutely normal 5.7 to 6.4 is called as pre diabetes and anything more than 6.5 is termed as absolute or frank diabetes so all these three are extremely important in understanding if a person is normal or a pre diabetic or a diabetic sir okay so what precautions should a pre diabetic uh, person should take a pre diabetic person especially if he has a family history proper lifestyle modification is a must keeping your weight okay. in check is important because obesity is highly related to type 2 diabetes and hence proper diabetic diet even for pre diabetic people also we advise a diabetic diet where we ask them to have a calorie restriction take less sugars restrict their fruit intake and then restrict their cold drinks and you know sugars and everything tea coffee and everything give them a proper diabetic chart and ask them to follow a strict exercise schedule for every day about 30 minutes every day for about 5 days in a week that's about 150 minutes uh, should be fine quit smoking completely have a control on the consumption of alcohol reduce their salt intake and this will definitely help in preventing a person from entering into type 2 diabetes if followed strictly sir right right and your example of uh, just standing near a beach is really good i think in all of our listeners if they are uh, understanding this particular point they should actually step back like they should move towards the lifestyle modification part thank you so much sir absolutely they should definitely step back okay and mayuri is it true that all patients will have to use anti diabetic medications irrespective of the glucose levels or something like that Mm, no sir not all patients uh, need to take anti diabetic medication so initially when a person comes to us for the first time even they have certain fears inside them and this again depends on the sugar values also apart from their fears so imagine a person is just on the borderline of pre diabetes and diabetes and their sugars are in 130 140 range and then uh, hba1c is around 6.6 6.7 or 6.8 then initially i again advise them lifestyle modification the same thing i have described in the previous question proper diabetic diet strict exercise at least 150 minutes a week and then having a control on their foods having a control on their alcohol consumption 
and quitting smoking and stuff for about 3 to 6 months so hba1c is something which we check every 3 months so the first 3 months fine the next 3 months okay so even after 6 months if the sugars are not in control with lifestyle modifications and the hba1c doesn't come below 6.5 then we are forced to start them on anti diabetic medications okay so definitely uh, lifestyle modification is the first and a single step to prevent many problems and even diabetes is one among them right mayuri exactly sir not just diabetes i think there are a lot of diseases right now obesity metabolic syndrome hypertension which are all interlinked hypercholesterolemia which can be controlled with lifestyle yeah. modifications and that should not be neglected at all right right very well put and uh, uh, and we are also coming across many health checkups going on in various laboratories across india doing rbs as one of the common investigation how seriously should one consider the test reports if they don't have a history particularly uh sir rbs is called as random blood sugar which means it can be collected randomly at any point of the day irrespective of whether the patient has taken food or not whether the patient is a smoker or an alcoholic and stuff like that so rbs alone is not very important sir however we do ask patients to keep their rbs below 200 mg per deciliter and if at all the rbs is more than 200 they should immediately visit their nearby doctor and get their entire panel of sugars that is fasting uh, blood glucose postprandial and hba1c checked up and if any value is in the pre diabetic or diabetic stage consult a diabetologist immediately okay so as such rbs need not worry anyone and if at all there is a doubt they should meet the doctor def- definitely yes and sir, along yes. with that proper uh, yeah proper glycemic control is also must irrespective of uh, whether they are in diabetes or whether they are in pre diabetic phase lifestyle modification plus proper glycemic food is more important right yes, mayuri yes absolutely perfect okay so what if suppose if someone fails to uh, properly have a good controlled glycemic index food or proper lifestyle modifications what if that is not done and why is it called diabetes called a silent killer on a longer term ha huh. yes sir diabetes is definitely called a silent killer because it can eat away every part of your body starting from your head to toe so uh, about 70 to 80% of patients with type 2 diabetes are asymptomatic sir which means they do not have any symptoms until they just come to the clinic and get their sugars checked up or just get their sugars checked up randomly at home so because uh, it is asymptomatic by the time they visit their clinic they are already in the stage of complications and what exactly are the complications so diabetes mainly has these three complications which we call as triopathy retinopathy nephropathy and neuropathy which means diabetes can affect your vision and retina diabetes can affect the kidneys and urine output and a third one diabetes can affect the peripheral nerves and can cause tingling numbness burning sensation and a lot of uneasiness while walking these are relatively simpler complications and the major complications are diabetes can lead to myocardial infarction or sudden heart attacks or cardiac arrest sir and it can also affect the lungs it can cause pulmonary edema at the same time it can also lead to cerebral stroke so it is really very dangerous and a proper glycemic control is definitely needed right right so it it doesn't leave any part of the body it almost affects everything 
yes yes it even affects the skin and also you know every part of the body is affected yeah true true are there any emergencies which diabetics should be aware of while they are taking treatments mayuri uh absolutely sir before starting any medication for any patient i take into consideration their weight whether a patient is obese or a patient is thin and also consider their family history their previous history if they are smoking or if they have alcohol intake they have any heart related history and what exactly are their liver function tests and kidney function tests because the majority of medicines need to be modified as per their liver and kidney function tests this is for us but for the patients there is something really very important which is called as high hypoglycemia or low sugars now i would call hypoglycemia more dangerous than hyperglycemia because people can live with high sugars for few days but with low sugars or less than 50 sugars it can lead to coma and sudden death so what exactly is hypoglycemia less than 75 or 70 blood glucose is called as hypoglycemia sir and if any patient has sweating or palpitations or giddiness while on diabetic medication they should immediately take two spoons of sugar or glucose powder in a glass of water and drink and then recheck their sugars after half an hour or one hour and even then if it is still low immediately rush to the nearby hospital and get their drip sir right right so this is one major complication when the drive home point here is low sugars are more dangerous than high sugars right yes sir low sugars are definitely dangerous than high sugars and my last question mayuri is how often do you see cancers in diabetics and this question is only because i am an oncologist i am interested in this part also and can diabetes be attributed to carcinogenesis what's your experience definitely sir i understand the question uh, you being an oncologist you're asking it uh, yes sir uh, we have a lot of oncologists referring to us patients who are diabetics and i could see a definite relationship between diabetes and certain types of cancers such as estrogen positive breast cancer hepatocellular carcinoma then um, gastric and colon carcinoma because of delayed gastric emptying however i do attribute this to increase in the counter regulatory hormones because the low insulin can lead to increase in certain hormones called as glucagon and adrenaline uh, and these are carcinogenic at the same time all this lead to increase in something called as insulin like growth factor 1 igf1 which again is carcinogenic right right okay so that's uh, actually a new thing for me also thank you mayuri thank you so much for taking part in this podcast and it feels really good to see all of you very successful and uh, before closing the show i want to know one of your best positive experience in relation to patients with respect to diabetes and i also want to just add one more point that because i i feel you are more experienced because you have 6 years of experience in treating diabetes than me having only 2 years of experience in treating oncology and as a whole about 5 years <laughs> Thank you so much sir. Uh you are such a successful surgical oncologist and uh, I'm really glad to be a part of your podcast and it is because of you I'm able to reach out to so many people through this podcast. And uh, yes, positive points there are a lot of positive points sir. I have uh, many patients back in Hyderabad who still reach out to me on calls and messages and I miss them and I miss my practice in Hyderabad. However, I will definitely let you know one incident which happened. So I had a regular patient who used to come to me and visit me in my clinic and one such day 
she came with a history of nausea and shortness of breath and uh, uh, a little uneasiness in the stomach and she was not previously a diabetic but then i checked sugars of every patient so when i checked the sugars it was around 515 or 520 and then this was an alarm and i sent her to the hospital and then I, when i reached the hospital we checked the ketones and ketones showed 3 plus which means dka or diabetic ketoacidosis which is really dangerous uh i immediately started her on insulin infusion a lot of iv fluids then corrected her electrolyte imbalance and stuff and on the fourth or fifth day her sugars came back to control less than 150 she was extremely happy her entire family was really happy and the next time after a week they came back to my clinic and they also gave me a big box of chocolates uh she being a diabetic and uh, then they still Uh, treat me like a special member of their family, sir, and uh, they call me as God, which is really high to use. And this is probably why I love my profession, sir. In spite of all the hurdles, in spite of all the difficulties we face, right from our MBBS days, PG days, uh, and now being a frontline COVID warrior with all the risk and stuff. This is the only thing which keeps me happy and keeps me going. Small gestures from our patients and admiration and love. Yes. very nice to hear mayuri very nice to hear your experience and though you have restricted the glucose for the patient yet they have got your chocolates to you <laughs> that's really nice from their side and actually it made me remember my uh, phase during internship when we also have treated certain diabetic ketoacidosis patients though we are just house surgeons at that point of time true sir thank you so much for joining us mayuri thank you sir my pleasure So on this positive note my friends we are signing off and for further information you can leave a voice message or visit our personal web pages the links of which are given in the podcast description area thank you and good luck till we meet next time with a good topic thank you Just a small note my friends the conversation between Dr Mayuri and me was like she addressing me as sir that doesn't actually mean she is subordinate or something it's just because while we were doing our mbbs we were supposed to call our seniors as sir and she happened to be from 2006 batch and i am from 2004 i have full respect for her and i really respect everything what she does and the way how she is giving her services to the society and her multitasking skills thank you